This episode of Home Sweet Home Chicago is sponsored by David Hochberg and Megapro's Home Improvement and Restoration, Ray Kaplan, Sarah Leonard from Remax, and Frank Wazalewski from Access. For additional sponsors of the Home Sweet Home program, please visit WGNRadio.com slash Home Sweet Home Chicago. Now, here's David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. Thank you, Mr. Jennings. This is David Hochberg, host of Home Sweet Home Chicago. We've got Ray Kaplan, Kaplan Law Firm, Sarah Leonard, Leonard, Sarah Leonard team, Frank from Access, and we start every sh- I didn't mess up yet, Frank, so stay in your lane. We start every show with, oh, what, buddy, how many miles in Chicago? Ben, 106 there miles we go. to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Hello, Chicago! My name is David Hockberg, host of Home Sweet Home Chicago. That's the best in the city of Chicago. Where are you from? Chicago. Chicago. That's the Chicago. It's time for Home Sweet Home Chicago. We're on a mission from God. With your host, David Hockberg. 312-981-7200. Welcome to the show. We're here till 1. You got any questions about home improvement, home buying, home selling, taking care of your student loan debt, maybe planning for college, uh, mobility challenges, anything that you need that has to do with the home. An update, Mike Houston is meeting with Judy with the Shaker Roof in Lake Forest. And I got already got three texts this morning. What happened to Judy in Lake Forest? Mike's going out there according to Judy's schedule. This week, and we'll have an update on uh, next week's show. 312-981-7200, 312-981-7200. That's Megapro's call, text, and photo line. Let's go around the horn. We'll go ladies first on my right at uh, microphone numero trace, or tree, tree. We say tree in Chicago. We have uh, Sarah Leonard, the Sarah Leonard team. How are you, Sarah? I'm great. How are you? I am tremendous. What are we talking about today? Uh, the market conditions currently, how to get your offers accepted if you're a buyer in today's market, because things have really stabilized, and just what we're seeing out there. You can't come to the market nowadays and 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 think you're going to have 40 people lined up outside your door like it was last year. About this time last year, Sarah, as you know, the rates started going on an upward trajectory and never stopped until after Thanksgiving going in to December, right? We were talking to borrowers that were looking to buy homes at this time last year, like, yeah, we're out of the threes, we're in the fourth. Like, you're crazy. I'm like, you're right, I'm crazy. I've been doing this for 20 years. I'm crazy. But look at the rate sheet, it's four. Okay, you want to play You want to play whack-a-mole here, you're going to get crushed because when you call back, it's going to be four and a quarter. And if you want to keep shopping, it's going to be four and a half. It was moving that quick. And that has limited the, you still have some option opportunities out there where you're getting multiple offers, but it's not 40 people with the escalators going on in there, right? As, as rampant as it was at this time last year. Yeah, the biggest difference that I'm seeing now versus this time last year is we're, we're seeing a lot more multiple offers in the last 60 days. People just aren't going substantially over the listing price. So the excitement is there because the rates have stayed stable. They're not hovering around eight anymore. They're... Right. What did you say, Ron? 
it, uh, first time home buyer, if you meet for home ready and home possible and meet the, the income levels, which in Cook County and the surrounding Collar counties is $105,700, and you're a first time home buyer, which is somebody, according to the agencies, that has not owned a home in the past three years, mm-hmm. and you could have one person who has owned a home, but another party on the mortgage who has not owned a home and you would still qualify, you could get in the low sixes today. Yeah, which for now, it's exciting buyers because they saw them you know, at eight. So now it's really encouraging them to get out there. We currently have 66 homes under contract with only, you know, there's less than 10 agents on the team right now. And so that's, you know, things are moving at a pretty good pace. And I would say on the listing side, we're seeing about 70% of our listings under five go on to multiple offers. Yeah, we've had, uh, I I think this week, 17 contracts. Oh, yeah come in from pre-approvals that we kept sending letters out and letters out. 17 contracts that came in. Yeah. So we got a nice little pickup in business. Uh, the refinance is still on its but the purchase is still there. It's tough to say that, so don't try unless you're a member of the <laughs> tribe. No, you, you know, Ray could try. Ray, you could throw a tuchus out there with the best of them. <laughs> throw my tuchus out if, if, if our listeners want to reach out to you, what's the best number to reach out to you and your team? 224-239-3966. Ray Kaplan, go ahead. You throw the tuchus out there. I'm throwing the tuchus out there. You see? Law firm. <laughs> you see, she can she can throw it with the best. Hang on, are you on four? Are you, are you on five? I got to bring you up. You're on. Thanks, thanks, Benny. I could see that. See Mike Five on the side of her microphone. See Ben Benzenberg form today. So you have saved our listeners. You sent me a text. We're up to over $4 million, all excited, which you should be. 4.5. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. Over four, <laughs> $4.5 million has been forgiven. Right. Just on, in the last few months. How does that make your listeners, the, the listeners of our show and other shows here on GN, feel when they call you? What's this? It's got to be like a deflation of a balloon it's, with a sigh of a relief. Yeah, it's great. I mean, so we just had one come in, actually two the other day. I think I sent you one or two of them. One was for 211000 in federal loans that we had forgiven. The other one was, I think, around 92000 in loans forgiven. And yeah, it's a huge relief. And um, that makes a big difference in people's lives just because it's around a thousand dollars a month usually for a student loan payment sure. and um, so that's a big relief just to know that you no longer have that monthly payment that you have to make and it's just off the books it's no longer just you know looming over you ninety two thousand five hundred sixty dollars and thirty two cents was one right then the other one you sent me two hundred eleven thousand four hundred thirty dollars and twenty five cents right that's life-changing for our listeners those are both WGN listeners by the way phenomenal mm-hmm yeah. And that's one week, within one week, you got over $300,000. they are really starting up. to roll in now. All of those applications, I believe we sent out over 330 of them wow. um, before October, before that deadline. Yeah. And so they're starting to roll in. They're still backlogged. So we're still going to be getting those letters for the next probably six months or so okay. um, because the Department of Ed has to still process these applications, but they're rolling in. But those payments are not being made. So so exactly. nobody's getting negatively impacted, right? Oh, no, not at all. Until the, until the courts start you know, the Republican state's attorneys uh, filed the suit. Right. Until all of that is worked out, you're still not paying on your federal loan. So even if it takes three to four or five more months, right. it's not like you're, you're, sh- you're shelling out dough right. while you're waiting for the the uh, agency that ever handles that to to make the decision. Which yeah. agency is that? It's um, Well, it's the Department of Ed, and okay. then the Department of Ed hires different servicers. So Nelnet, Great Lakes, um, Mohila, those are like the big ones. Um, Osla and there's uh, Ed Financial as well. But 
Um, in terms of people's federal student loans, most federal loans are in forbearance, as you said, sure. because of the COVID pandemic, and that's under the CARES Act. And then that's going to expire when the Supreme Court decides that case, which is probably going to be at the latest, would be June. Okay. And then payments restart. So if the Supreme Court decides that case before June, then payments will restart earlier. But you're right. For those people who got the letters of forgiveness, the balance says zero and the loans are forgiven and wow. and that's it yeah that's a game changer mm-hmm. i mean just just equating it to a mortgage that thousand dollars a month is the equivalent of a hundred and thirty to one hundred forty thousand dollar mortgage payment right so and there's basically more news, freed actually, up. yeah there's actually more news coming out of the department of ed we're waiting for the rule to be finalized but um they're changing one of the income driven payment plans to shelter more of your income that they start counting before you'll have to start including it for your payment so basically what it means means is that if we can enroll you in this new payment plan, which will be the case for most borrowers, it'll slash your current payment, whatever it is going to resume and, you know, let's say June, that payment, we can likely reduce it by half or even less. All right. If yeah. I, let, I got a text here, 773. I love Ray Kaplan. I, uh, R-A-Y. Oh. This text just spelled your name wrong. It's R-A-E. Let's get it straight. You know it's not my mom. Right. Save, she saved us $150,000 on student loans. We have referred her so many friends. Thank you, Ray. Aw. So yeah, there you go. great. So there you go. If our listeners want to reach out to you to get the same type of services, you've helped the other listeners who wiped out over $300,000 with student loan debt. What's the best number? 312-294-8989. Frank from Access is a bachelor this week, and his wife Tracy is out uh, hiking the hills of Tennessee, allegedly. I'm sure she's at uh, no, I'm sure she's just having some a watering time hole, having, yeah. having, having breakfast with uh, a couple of Bloody Marys. She, she said she's listening to the show. We know that's not an no, accurate No, she doesn't statement. listen when she's in Chicago. She, she, she's definitely not listening in the hills of Tennessee. But she wanted to make us feel good, so she told you that. So that's fine. Um, so we've got the party at your house, the Super Bowl party, coming tomorrow because your wife's out of town. All right, that's Why fine. Not? <laughs> Why not? Why not? I'll news, let the kids know, party. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Hawkbird's coming over. Uh, so are all the listeners. 123 Maple, go ahead. What, yeah, what's in, right. In long um, so you, what are you talking about later on the show? I want to talk about ramps. We've run across a few um, here. It's, we've had really nice weather, so we've been able to do a lot of outside work that we normally can't do in the winter. Sure. Uh, but we're running across a lot of ramps that are being built where it's just a straight piece of wood coming right out of a door. So I want to talk about the right way to build a ramp if you're going to build a ramp for a loved one, you know, so that people don't get hurt. If our listeners want to reach out to you, how do they reach out to you? 630-666. Nope. Let's try that again. 630-616-6249 or allaboutaccess.com. Benny, you ready with that clip that I asked you? Okay, so I'm driving in, then we'll go to break. I'm driving in. This is going to be one of these days. Driving in. And I'm merging on from the Edens on the express on the on the on the express lanes, right? Mm-hmm. And you know I, I go that because go ahead, Benny. I can't drive that slow, right? So I'm I'm picking up speed and this guy in a white in a white car slams on the brakes in front of me. So I honk. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Right? I'm like so then I get I get to the two lanes where the it kind of goes two lanes when the Kennedy comes in, the Edens come in, and I get the one gun salute at like eight thirty this morning. I'm like, <laughs> you're the you're the guy that, that jacked on the brakes as I'm accelerating because I can't you know, that's why you've got express lanes. So it's gonna be a great show. Whenever I get the bird before nine o'clock in the morning, 
It's one of those shows, Frank. Just stay tuned and lock it down. 312-981-7200. 312-981-7200. That's Megapro's call, text, and photo line. Jeremy's got his daughter Emma's birthday today, so he will not be here. We're going to come back with Ray Kaplan talking about how our listeners could save a ton of money by consolidating and eliminating their student loans. Coming up after these messages. Home sweet home Chicago. Greg Kaplan, Kaplan Law Firm. Okay. You introduced Stephen as Attorney Stephen Leahy, but Ray Kaplan, just Ray Kaplan. Attorney Ray Kaplan. I think we have an issue here. Ray Kaplan, the student loan assassin, because I figured that the student loan assassin carries more weight than attorney. Ray, when someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. Student loan assassin's better, but okay, she wants attorney. Now, here's David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. 312-981-7200. You have to tell the story, Ray. I ran into Ray in the hallway when I got here, all sweaty and everything. And Ray's like, oh, God, so happy I'm here. She's like, I just rolled out of bed, you know, as if she's going for a centerfold cover shot here. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. I just threw out some, I threw out some eyeliner. I couldn't believe I'm glad I'm here. I'm like... You, you look better. If we, than, if, if we could all throw yeah. ourselves together that way, well, I'm going to start wearing eyeliner. If I'm three one two nine eight one, as I, you know, the the good Jeremy was sitting there. He's like, you already do. So that's a whole nother story. You got to be a little quicker. You're going to sit in that seat there. Nah, I'm okay. trying. I'm not a hogo, but I'll do my best. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero. Megapro's call, text, and photo line. So over four point five. On the current plan, you also said you saved over $5 million right. on disability right. for our listeners who have disabilities. Listen to this, Sarah Leonard, because yes. you work with a lot of buyers and sellers who have disabilities and have student loan because they signed for their kids or their grandkids or their nieces and nephews. Yeah. Listen to this. How much have you gotten wiped out? For those listeners with disabilities, I know it's over five million. Um, we're still calculating the numbers because those letters are coming in every day. So that's a statute that is not changing; um, shouldn't be changing any time. But generally speaking, because people worry about changes to the law, usually when they make changes to the law, usually it's more beneficial to the borrower. So you really don't have to worry that it's going to be, you know, less generous. At least not in the last fifteen years or Frank- so. So what typically qualifies as a disability? Well, under the statute for federal student loans, the number one thing is, so the premise um, behind that part of the law is that you can't work. So if you can't work, you shouldn't be expected to pay back your federal student loans. So the main thing is, is that you're retired, right? For whatever reason. So you're retired. And if you can have um, a medical doctor sign the application stating that you have some sort of medical illness or ailment that in their opinion means that you can't go back to work, meaning even um, arthritis, um, MS. diabetes, MS. Um, we've had even some for anxiety and depression. Sure. Um, as long as you can have a medical doctor sign the application, then we can have the entire balance of the loans forgiven and it's a tax-free forgiveness. Is it full-time work, part-time work, partial? I mean, what is the definition of you can't work. I mean, it, any work. So you so you can't work at all. That's right. So you, you could win be, the lottery. Okay. You could have you could be a multimillionaire, but you just can't work. Um, so it doesn't. It basically, a lot of it depends on the doctor and what the doctor views as an illness or ailment that means that means that you can't work. But for the most part, you know, if you're in your 60s and 70s and you have, say, one of our clients had really bad glaucoma. Um, and she was in her 70s, retired. She had about 150000 in federal parent plus loans. And her doctor signed the application and we were able to get the loans forgiven. Wow. Mm-hmm. Game wow. changer. Right. Because she really couldn't go back to work. She was 70% 
of her vision was gone because of glaucoma. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we'll we'll analyze it and see is this um, a possibility? <clears throat> and it might not be a possibility right now, but it might be a possibility in four or five years. So then we get you in the lowest payment plan that you're available that's available to you, and then get the loans forgiven when it's appropriate. the The point I want I want to stress is is that the disability can be anything. Right. Right. It just it doesn't have to be loss of a leg. You know, you're like like my mother had MS, which I've talked about repeatedly. She can right. walk. You know, you if, if you're a machinist, okay, or you're a truck driver or you're working on a you know, some type of factory job and you have glaucoma, guess what? Right. You're not gonna be able to work. Exactly. I mean that impinges the safety of yourself and those around you, right? You're not gonna put somebody with glaucoma in a truck seat and say, Hey, Tommy, Sally, go take this 18-wheeler over to Jewel and, 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 and unload the crackers, right? It's not going to happen. Exactly. So, yeah, the that statute is a bit more flexible than people think. Um, also, if the VA has sent you a letter stating that you're not able to work, you're, you have a, a... Service-connected disability. Right. That's like 80 or 90%, then the loans will be forgiven on that basis as Paul well. stopped right there. What? Yeah. So, if you have a service-connected disability and you're a veteran... Right. You will get your student loans wiped out. Yes. Above above 80%. You got to check 80%, that. 80%. I have to check it, but I think it's 80%. Maybe it's 90. Got to okay. look. Okay. That's yeah. and there's no partial di- nope. disability waiver. Nope, the whole thing is wiped out. No, I'm saying free. if you if you have a partial disability, you can't get a partial No. Okay, so it's either full disability 100% stop work stoppage. What, hello, breaking right? news. I didn't know that. Right. And um, it used to be that there was a three-year um, period where we would have to submit documentation that that person had not resumed employment. But um, they're getting rid of that three-year requirement. Clawback. So okay. Yeah. So we don't even have to worry about that three-year um, period where you can't resume employment. Although most of these people are not resuming employment anyway. Sure. Um, but it's just a way where if people miss that, then the loans would be reinstated. So all of these things, there are landmines, and that's where we come in to make sure, just to guide you and make sure that you're current and in compliance with the statute. Now, we're going to take a break, come back, talk about the other, t- you know, we kind of jumped on this with the disability because I wanted to cover it, but you, you also have the income portion that we want to dive a little deeper. An 847, Mr. Positive, or, you know, you know Mrs. Positive, <laughs> over here good luck getting 80 percent from the va listen spartacus i work with with uh wounded veterans all the time it happens all the time it happens all the time i just talked to a guy who was in nam he's 100 percent service connected disabled can't work he's getting he's getting three four g's a month from from the va right. and he's getting a thousand from social security does he have federal loans uh, no, my way. He, he doesn't have any federal. <laughs> I, I mean you know debbie you know doug downer over here you know i mean come on Head over to Sarah's mother's house and have a mimosa or something. <laughs> I'm or margarita, baby. That's one of the biggest things we run into is that people usually assume, oh, I hear you on the radio, but I'm, I'll bet you there's nothing you can do for me. But I just thought that maybe I would check just to be on the safe side. And 90% of the time, there is something we can do yeah, for you. $150,000 for gift later. Yeah, I'm glad you called. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Come back with more of uh, Ray Kaplan from the Kaplan Law Firm on Home Scene Home Chicago. Yeah, yeah not bad for you. Yeah, not bad. Either. I was waiting. <laughs> 312-981-7200 is Megapro's call, text, and photo line. This is Home Sweet Home Chicago on 720 WGM. Now, here's David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. 312-981-7200, Megapro's call, text, and photo line. Go to WGNDavid.com for all of our contact information and to download podcasts of our show. You want to read the text question to Ray that came in during the first 
uh, segment of the show there, Frank? Yep, Ray, you were talking about um, the program that's coming out where prices can get cut cut in half yes, you know, for people. Yes, the new IDR. And then we had, an eight, from 847, Ray, sounds good to qualify for lower student loan payments. However, doesn't that just stretch out the length of the loan and number of payments, which can end up in paying more in interest over the long term? That's a great question, and I understand why everybody would assume that, but the answer is no. It does not result in stretching your payments out over a longer period of time. In fact, the way they've changed the rules is that, so we get a ton of people who are always telling us, look, we've had these loans since the 90s and the early 2000s. I've been paying on them forever. My balance isn't going down. When we do a federal consolidation now, we're able to get you credit that you normally wouldn't get towards forgiveness of the loan. So all federal student loans are forgiven eventually by operation of statute. Normally, it's 20 years for undergrad loans, 25 years for graduate student loans or parent plus loans. Under this new rule change, we'll be able to do a federal consolidation, enroll you in that new lower payment plan that will cut your payment in half and give you a 100% interest subsidy. So essentially, there will be a 0% interest. You'll be in a 0% interest loan as long as you're in this new payment plan. And you'll be that much closer to forgiveness. So if you've already been paying on those loans for years and years, those years will still count towards getting your loans forgiven. So it's really a fantastic plan. 630, can Ray help with private student loans? Yes, we can. There are different options, though. Federal loans are apples, private loans are oranges, and private student loans, we've got to go basically by the four corners of the contract. So whatever's in the contract, if you've defaulted on those loans, though, we can negotiate a reduced balance settlement, oftentimes resulting in maybe a 30% of the principal plus interest settlement in full. We just had one that was 160000 settle for a $40,000 lump sum payment. I'll take that. Yeah. yeah. So the huge savings in terms of settling on those private loans. If you've got the forty grand laying around. Well, they also will do stretched out structured settlements. So maybe you come up with 10 grand and then the balance of that 30 grand is paid over three or four years. I'll take that too. Yeah. For Ray, and then now everybody's spelling your name right. Oh. Said, so. <laughs> um, is it still recommended to take a parent plus loan in the name of the lower earning parents, even when filing joint tax returns? And that's a question when I asked you during the break, I know I could play, I could play poker with Sarah Leonard at any time because I found that that look on her face, like I, did, I can't believe that, right? So when she's got four aces, I know to go, I know to fold because I saw that It'll look. Show at, up. Yeah, she's like, oh my god, I didn't know that. Okay, parent plus taking out in the lower borrower's name. Yes, there are other things to consider. So if one parent is working in the. Um, public sector. We want to take a look at that because then that would mean instead of having to pay for 25 years, you're going to only pay for 10 years and then get the balance forgiven. So, But in general, I would say the lower earning income parent should be the parent plus borrower in terms of taking out parent plus loans because we can calculate the payment on the borrower's income, not on both people's income. Okay. We have two more, and then we're probably going to hit a break, and then we'll hold your income-based um, topic for later in the show sure. because all this is great information. Hello, Ray, R-A-E. Oh. So nice job, 815. <laughs> My future son-in-law is about to graduate as a urologist. Oh, wow. Which we all need urologists, especially guys with prostate. Yes, you know, we right? do. Right? right? You 50. hit 50, and that you urologist go. is you your best Hello. friend. Hello. Good morning. <laughs> yep. I get My guy It's a good friend of mine, Dr. Mike McGuire. I go in for a check, then we go get steaks. Nice. <laughs> That's awkward. You well, buy him no, flowers, too? No, he washes his hands when we go to steak. Uh, he will start his practice in July. Okay. okay so we got five months to go. Can he start the federal loan forgiveness process yet? Because he hasn't graduated yet. 
okay? okay. Uh, or does he need to work in his position first? So does he need to be employed, or can he get a jump start on it? So for public service loan forgiveness, he has to be working full-time at a not-for-profit entity, so one of the big hospitals. So in Illinois, that's, you know, um, Advocate, Ascension, Lutheran, yeah, uh, Lutheran Northwestern, right, right. Um, Northwestern, University of Chicago, pretty much all the big ones, they are not-for-profit entities. If you're in private practice, though, you're not going to be eligible for public service loan forgiveness. So that's something, that's why we do a lot of pre-debt planning, especially for students who are thinking about going into health care, we want to make sure that they're planning on probably spending 10 years working at a not-for-profit entity, at least to get, I mean, we just had a doctor's federal student loans forgiven under that PSLF statute, so over $300,000 in loans forgiven. So it really makes sense to think about working for 10 years at a, one of these big hospitals and then go into private practice. And have that alcohol stuff, you know, that uh, the pump thing that we used to have, the alcohol wash. The hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. And readily available whenever your son-in-law comes over. <laughs> um, and then here, a comment. Then we got to hit a break. Ready, Benny? Okay. 815, you knew we were going to get one of these. And, and I agree with this. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Okay? Um, what the heck? For all those able-bodied borrowers who can afford their student loans, why should they be forgiven? They knew at the time of the origination they need to, what they need to be repaid, grr. Okay? So, <laughs> so I understand that. Yeah. Right? I fully understand the anger that's coming. But this system is completely upside down and screwed up, okay? And it's not, it's not the borrower's or the listener's fault to try to get something that is out there to be got. Exactly. Think of it this way. It's a tax deduction. You take tax deductions that are available, right? Every single one. So it's the same thing. That I qualify for. The law provides ways to... (laughs) I want to clarify that to the IRS. (laughs) The law provides ways when you have federal student loans to reduce the amount that you get to pay back. That's just the way the law works. Some people not only pay back their entire federal student loan balance, they pay back their balance plus interest. Sometimes they pay two or three times what they took out. So it really does kind of balance out because there are so many people out there that have paid back not only their loans, but two or three times their loans. And here's the other thing. It's there to get. Yeah. So if it's there to get, if you see a thousand dollars laying on the ground, on your front porch, when you open the door, you're going to be like, hey, I'm not going to spend this. I don't know who dropped this here. But you know what? If somebody's going to eliminate $211,000 of the student loan debt, free up a G-note a month, guess what? You know what? If you don't like it, then call your congressman and your senators and get this screwed up whole thing figured out why we're giving kids 18 years old who don't even know what day it is, okay, $200,000 to go to college. Right. You wouldn't give them a mortgage, right? Yeah, they, they no, but, 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 but you're going to give them a larger loan than they would take if they went and got a mortgage. I would, crazy. Lose, I would lose my license. Yeah. That would be a usury loan, what they're giving out. I wouldn't be able to give them that mortgage because they don't have have shown an ability to repay that mortgage so they couldn't get a mortgage but we're giving them two hundred thousand dollars to go to student or more or more well, which is just wrong altogether go, no. oh, here we go that's not exactly true because so for federal student loans in undergrad there's a cap on the amount that you can take out because the department of ed agrees with you that kids generally don't have good credit and they don't have any money so the bulk of the burden for paying for kids undergrad usually falls on the parents. That's why we've got federal parent plus loans. Where you see kids or people coming out of college 
um, with huge student loans is for grad school because there's no cap on the amount that students who are going into grad school can take out in federal student loans because they figure by that time, all right, so you're out of college and you're pursuing grad school or professional degree, there's a much higher likelihood you're going to pay them back. And for the most part, they're right. They do get paid back plus interest. So the government makes money on these. I will then restate my statement (laughs) to load up their parents with all of that debt, mm-hmm. without an ability to repay, knowing if the kid's going to get a job or if the kid's going to stay in the school, okay, or if the kid's going to even make it through the first semester. That's also not correct, Dave. Well, why is that? How is that not correct? <laughs> because I, no, no, I see, parents... I see credit reports of, of parents mm-hmm. who have hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loans and their kids working at Ulta. Well, but it's not dependent on what the kid's doing. It's what the parent is doing because the parent plus loans are the parent's loans. They're only the parent's responsibility. Even though you took out that loan to pay for your kid's college education, it's only the parent's loan and their responsibility. So the parent plus loans are loosely credit-based. So when those loans were given by the Department of Ed, those parents qualified for those loans. But not on income, on the credit. Right? On it's, the credit. It's like going in to buy a car loan, which is a joke. Mm-hmm. Right? You could go in and, you know, with an 800 credit score and get and get 3.9% today without showing any income. I'm just saying, yeah, I work at ABC company making 100 grand a year and you'll get a car loan. Right? These parents are saddled with this debt, which is ridiculous. Right. And, and the cost, oh, I got an agreement. All right. Yeah, how about that, huh? <laughs> took a little while. I got an agreement. She's, she's defeated. No, 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 no. Trust me. No, she's never. No, 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 no. You don't know Ray. She's never defeated. It's just she's she's making a concession. There you go. And I got one. I'm going to get smacked over the head later. I guarantee you. Just saving it. Phone number, phone number, phone number. 312-294-8989. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Come back with Sarah Leonard of the Center, Sarah Leonard team. After these messages, phone line, text line, um, photo line are open. 312-981-7200. That's Megapro's call, text, and photo line. 312-981-7200. This is Home Sweet Home Chicago at 720 WGM. Home Sweet Home Chicago. The texter pointed out I did make a mistake. Pardon me, Mr. Perfect. Mark this, the first mistake I've made. What did you do? It's not free credit report. It's annual credit report. Big mistake. So you go to annualcreditreport.com. Thank you for the correction. I would say be careful how you type it because it would take you to a very unique set of sites. And then you start getting pop-up messages. Not that I know anything about that. Now, here's David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. I'm just just trying to help. I'm just trying to help the kids out there. Annual credit report. Just double check how you spell annual. 312-981-7200. It's a life lesson, Frank. That's why we put a screen in front of you. That's it shows you, you how to spell it. That's why. <laughs> and then, you know, just I'm just trying to help the kids out there. Next generation coming up. Just trying to be there, your big brother. You're such a good guy. I'm, I'm a giver. I'm a giver. 312-981-7200. What did you hear from your listeners, our listeners, that were calling you? What was the big push this, this week or the past two weeks since you've been on? Last week, we got three calls from listeners that were wondering what should they do in preparation to sell. Some were looking to sell this season. Others were planning for a year out. But just in general, that process is so overwhelming for people. So where do you start? Should I add a half bath? Should I do painting? You know, wh- where do I begin? Jeremy got a call from a listener, ironically, on the North Shore in Evanston. Same thing. Yeah. I'm thinking, you know, hey, I want you to come out. I want you to do, I got to do the bait. I got to do, it was a condo. Mm -hmm. I want to do the kitchen and the bathroom before I put it on the market. Yeah. He's like, you got to call Dave. Okay. Because because he hasn't met you yet. You know, I'm like, okay, let me, I'll call. I haven't called yet. But uh, so that's the fourth listener of the show. Yeah. So there's a trend going on. 
that for some reason our listeners think they have to put a little perfume on the pig in order to sell it. And that might be the case and that might not be the case. Mm-hmm. How do you determine that? So usually we'll schedule an appointment to meet. It's like an hour-long appointment where we'll walk through and really just go over what your goals are. Uh, there's kind of two options you can go through. One is just spiffing it up, right? So going through a plan together to do carpet paint, some light touch-ups, rearranging furniture. There are basic things that most clients have to do in preparation. Everyone lives in their home the way that they are comfortable, and you need to really get you know, a trained eye. We have an interior designer that meets with us as well just to give that guidance on how to highlight the best parts of the home. Um, so that's option one. The other option is, you know, the bigger picture. If people have, you know, cabinets from 1970, it's probably not ideal to list your home with cabinets that are not, you know, current. Why did you point at Dave when you said that? Because <laughs> we talked about I'm into night cabinets from the 90s. I, 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 you can just tell he's got great taste. Look at yeah, him. Look at me. Right. I'm Mr. Come on. Yeah. As if you need to ask that question. It's just a given, right? Hello. Yeah. yeah. So just to see, you know, what direction that should go in. Should you put the money in and then, you know, give some guidance as to what buyers are really looking for right now? Because, you know, everyone likes what they like, but you have to try and capture a broader audience and we can really give guidance so that if you're planning for that, we know when you go to sell, you're going to maximize your return. So when they call... The next step is definite, maybe, but you got to set, you got to put eyes on it. Yeah, I, there's no way to. It's like right when people call you, when they call you, Frank. Hey, I need a, I, I need a uh, elevator. Well, yeah, you do, but your foundation and and structure can't afford, it, and you're going to screw up the entire aesthetics on the inside. Right, I, I think it's the same process. It's you, the same. You, you have yeah, to walk, walk. You have to walk through it right. with them and, and come up with the best solution. You That's right. Yeah. What is the investment for our listeners who are interested? Listen, June's around the corner. Johnny and Sally are graduating high school. They know they're going to be dumping the house because they don't want to pay the twenty to fifteen to ten thousand dollars in real estate taxes because they don't need it anymore in that house. Now's the time to start that. I would assume that now is the time to start that process. What do you say to those listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Usually once we meet with somebody, it's anywhere from four weeks to three months before they're ready to actually list. So they go through the process of us meeting, getting together a game plan, and then identifying what work should be done between now and when we're ready for you know, for clients to come through. The investment of that call and the investment of the time for your realtors to go out to make that consultation. Yeah, it's an hour-long appointment. So. Absolutely complimentary. Yeah, absolutely complimentary. The best four-letter word in the English language, it starts with an F, Frank. <laughs> free. Free. I know you're thinking food, but it's free. <laughs> yeah, food was the first thing that came yeah, to my well, mind. Yeah, is in the is, is in the newsroom. Food! Food! He's like, he's like, what do I win? What do I win? You had a question quick, 10 seconds before the Yeah, break. do you recommend it like three months in advance, six months in advance, a year in advance? What, what's your recommendation for planning? Three months in advance is okay. the average. All right, with phone number, we're going to come back with more of Sarah Leonard from the Sarah Leonard team and the 15 text messages from all your clients that love you and all, all our listeners. Like, she sold our house, three of them. We You're just three jealous because you don't get those same I messages. I haven't gotten any text messages. Sarah Leonard is wonderful. The Sarah Leonard team is great. All right, so what are you going to be talking about after the break? Uh, we'll go through different home updates and for buyers, what they can do to help their offer stand out. All right, 312-981-7200, 312-981-7200. This is Home Sweet Home Chicago. That's the Megapro's call, text, and photo line. This is Home Sweet Home Chicago at 720 WGN. Now, here's David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. 312-981-7200. Kleppen, yes, do you sir. get this verbal intercourse with the other hosts, Sir Rot, Williams, and Dent, as we as we interact like... 
with, with love on the weekends? Uh, yes, but it's consensual. It's consensual. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not as fun. No, it's not. It is not. Okay, I just want to just want to make not putting words in your mouth. But of course, of course, it's not. That's right. It's not as fun. Okay. I, I have to agree. This Sur- is uh, tip of my tip of my mind right here. Yeah, I love the Surratt, it. Williams, and Dent. The big shots during the week. It's true. So they don't give me the uh, time of day. They don't need to. That's right. Ego feel better there, Dave? I feel better. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you can go back to sleep, Don. Take care. 312-981-7200. We are going to talk about how to best market your home, but the text messages have been coming in in flurries here, and this is a great one. Frank, you want to read 312? Because your voice is more soothing than mine. <laughs> the, oh, what are your thoughts on a roof replacement before listing? They got a 20-year-old 20, 20 roof that's currently not leaking. I think that it'll save you a lot of hassle in a home inspection. The short answer is yes. Any sort of maintenance that needs to be done, it's like getting an oil change for your car. If you need to do those things, if you assess it, then there's always value in doing so. But unlike upgrading a bathroom or a kitchen, when you know there's something, a material item that's just in need of replacement because it's just the maintenance of owning a home, you don't always get a return on your investment with those things. However, it could be a deal breaker for somebody because no one wants to buy into someone else's old roof. I was just going to ask, what about home inspectors? Are they going to call out the fact that, okay, they replaced it 20 years ago? So yeah, Absolutely. Mr. Buyer, I recommend that you have this taken care of or addressed. Absolutely, they will. They'll get up you know, on top of the roof. They'll look in the attic. They look at the ventilation. So that will get called out. So it's peace of mind for the buyers. And the reality is if you've lived there for 20 years and you've had that, I mean, you have to update things over time. It's just the cost of home ownership. Does a potential buyer find something like a new roof? Be is that like more attractive purchase next to the house next door? That okay, I got a fifteen year old roof here and a brand new one here. Absolutely, it does. It's peace of mind that they're not going to have to come out of pocket, and uh, it's just in a you know it's an assurance for them. I will say this: it depends. I'll, I'll, <laughs> oh boy, I'll, give, I'll give the attorney answer. <laughs> depends on the market. Yeah. Two years ago, right? COVID craziness. You could have a hole in your roof, and people would have bought your home. <laughs> I mean, it was that. Yeah. I mean, I, right? I, yeah, we did see a good amount of cancellations, though, during the attorney review period because people were overpaying so substantially sure. that when when bigger ticket items would come up, and sellers were like, "I don't have to do that. I'm going to live here for free for six months. I'm not going to fix anything." You know, you would get that. Um, it would be a red flag. Right. But now, you know, the market's stabilizing. It's still a really strong market right now. Yep. But buyers are just more aware. Their eyes are open because they can be. There's more inventory coming. Coming on rates have stabilized, so um, we're seeing. I guess the long answer to that question is: it's always best to update and replace those things because it's a great selling point for the next buyer. And what Mike Houston talked about last week on, on the show, because he's our roofer from mm-hmm. Lindholm Roofing, he said that insurance agents or insurance companies are putting are putting uh, 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 those uh, drones up in the air yeah. and looking at homes roofs before they insure the roof because because if a storm comes through they don't want to have to replace a 20 year old roof that's not as strong as a a brand new roof or a five-year-old roof so that's another aspect that i was not aware of until mike brought it up all right so so give us some marketing why what are you doing to help market our listeners homes that is is different from everybody else so the first is just the preparation for it. So it's really spending time to get the home to show the best that we can. So highlighting the attributes of the home, certain things like area rugs, removing those if you've got nice hardwood floors, figuring out furniture placements when buyers walk through. Homes are situated how buyers live today, right? So just painting a perfect picture so when buyers come in, there isn't a question as to how they'd live in that space. That's step one. So the house is marketable itself. The second
second is then it's pre-marketing the home. So we use a service for uh, buyers. We send them an invitation and they can look at off-market properties. So in the past 12 months, we probably sold 20% of our listings before they even hit the MLS through this service, which is wildly advantageous for our sellers because who wants to show their home for a month? Uh, No one. No one. And so having access to things like that has been great. We utilize social media. So we listed a house. Uh, My clients were doing some paint touch-ups. I had posted a couple teaser pictures on a couple of Facebook groups, and we had seven showings set up from just that post alone. And one of those buyers ended up purchasing the property before it even went live. How many of the other visitors to the Facebook page did you capture to show other homes to? Oh, I mean, we probably got 15 real buyers that were actively looking out of that post. That's amazing. It is amazing. And it's great exposure for our client because it's people like, there's a school in that community, so we marketed it to the teacher's page. There's so many different things if you think outside the box. It's not just putting a sign in the yard or posting it online and hoping it sells. It's reaching out to our target demographic and figuring out like who will pay a premium to be in this area. What is this worth to somebody who needs to live in this area? So marketing it to the community you know people want good neighbors it's free word of mouth we do mailers there's so many different ways to get broad exposure and we really invest in all of those do you bring your mother over to make margaritas in the open houses or does she just stay at home and pound them on her own <laughs> it's a little bit of both a little bit she of hasn't both? had too many she's visiting them absolutely okay does she clean up after herself she <laughs> oh, just leave sure. a mess depends on how many margaritas she's okay had. i just want to <laughs> it's a good question though I, it, it's fair <laughs> chips guacamole margarita she is one happy gal frank that's awesome. Tomorrow, seriously, that would that would get me buying a house. I think <laughs> there we go. That's right. I think you should invite her over to make drinks tomorrow at the Super Bowl. All right, you got it. Or She'll the be there. Game. All right, we'll okay. get Ma- Mama Leonard over there in Hockberg, and we got a party. Yeah, that's, I, I got no problem with it. So, so what other things are you doing? And you have something exciting news that you don't want to talk about, but I'm going to tell you. You were the number one realtor in Illinois for how many years in a row? Uh, for three, based on transactions closed. So yeah, we were number one with Remax last year, and now it's among all brokerages. We had closed more transactions than any other team, so it was really exciting. So during the breaks, you know, you serious? Like I have some exciting news I want to tell you. I'm like, we'll say it on the air. It's like I don't want to. I don't. I don't like to. I don't like to talk about myself. So I'm like, all right, no problem. We won't. And boom, here you yeah, go. Right. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah just, don't thanks, trust anything thanks, David says off air. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's fair game. <laughs> I learned that day one. Because yeah. I'm profusely sweating. It's, it's fair. It's fair game. It's this why, is great. Love the show. That's why we got that shower mat underneath you that <laughs> yeah. absorbs all the water. It's fantastic. If our listeners have any more questions about, about your services, well, here, we got another one right here. Real quick. My kitchen cabinets are original from 1952 when the house was built. God bless you. Uh, 70 years. Uh, through the years, I've painted and stained the cabinets. Um, in uh, I'm in my 70s, and would it be worth to resell value to install new cabinets or upgrade the cabinets for my enjoyment and resale value i live on the southwest side of chicago where many city workers live thanks i love your show trisha yeah. so you got a home in the 50s she's 72 years old done some work on the original cabinets uh southwest side of chicago yeah. go yeah the answer is yes it usually is worth the investment for buyers that are coming into the market now and you can attest to this david they're not putting a ton of money down nope. so even if they have the vision to fix it they don't always have the finances to back them on it so doing the repairs you know you can go to 
we've got you've got people that do those. You can either face them, yeah. Yeah. They can do a nice recoding on them, but getting them to a point where a buyer can move in and feel excited and not overwhelmed by the work that's needed to be done is definitely, you know, the goal in mind when you have buyers come through. How do we interview realtors from the seven oh eight? That's a great question. Yeah. I always tell people, I encourage them, talk to other people and then you'll really feel the difference among teams. It's good to just ask how many homes people have sold and what the communication is. The biggest complaint that I get when people fire an agent and bring us on is they listed their home and then had no clue what was happening from that point communication communication is huge so what we're hearing and seeing in the market you will get that information conveyed to you on a weekly basis you know getting feedback on the property so making sure when you talk to somebody that it's a good fit i I recommend tank tops the the (laughs) next time you're on next uh next time you schedule an appearance okay i don't know you you seem to be a sweater i'm just trying i'm just (laughs) oh for the sweat it's a good point i'm just trying to help you out here that's right I was seriously wondering where you were going with that. Well, I, recommend, I, I recommended that to Frank as well. Yeah, yeah, but then then you start sweating if I come in here. And well, then I get excited. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Last question before the break uh, from the eight four seven. Would like to know how many members are on your team. We have nine full-time staff in the office, and for agents right now, we've got 11 licensed agents. All right. Phone number for our listeners want to reach out to you and website. 224-239-3966, and it's sarahleonardsells.com. All right. We got Frank from Access coming up talking about ramps and the weather and how the weather has been uh, positively impacting your ability to help listeners out. And also, Sarah, we had some crosstalk prior to the show about removing ramps and removing uh, products that are already in homes that she's selling before a new buyer who doesn't need those aids that the seller needed, what you could do to help out um, our listeners in that aspect. So let's cover both of those. 312-981-7200, This is home. That's the Mega Pros call, text, and photo line. This is Home Storm Chicago at 720 WGM. Home Sweet Home Chicago. Rich Wazalewski. Josh at BMO Farah. Pete, there I go. Pete, m- m- Pete. I- I'll just pencil it in first. It's causing you. <laughs> the first time Frank was on, he sat next to Rich Dykstra. And I looked right at Frank and, and I just kept going. You've actually done that a couple times when I've said that. He looks here. like a red. I know. Now, here's David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. 312-981-7200. Next week, and we're doing our Vestathon, or would now become annual vestathon to raise money and awareness for Chicago police officers to buy replacement vests. You go to coffeeforcause.org, order your coffee, click on vestathon. A portion of that transaction will be donated to the vestathon. Catch 35 on Sunday and Mondays. Tell your server vestathon. A portion of your bill will go towards the vestathon. And Chocolate Inspirations LLC in Roselle, Illinois, 15% of your transaction is being donated to Vestathon, if you say the Vestathon. Frank Wazalewski, Access Bachelor. How long is she out of town? How long is Tracy out of town? She's back on Monday. Uh, okay. So I got the Super Bowl. So you We're going to have a good party, Dave. What time on Monday? How, how, how many hours do we got to clean up? Uh, well, she's going to land about 10, 11 in the morning, and then she has to go to work. So, oh, so we got until about we got, 6, we got, 7 yeah, o'clock. We got to early evening. Oh, you could take her out for dinner early Valentine's Day. Yeah, and, and Buy us can, a couple more time, a couple go. more hours, and patch the holes. Okay. Not there's going to be any holes. I'm just making it. <laughs> In case we'll buy extra pictures. You never see. You never had a part of Super Bowl party with me attending. There's holes. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero is American Pros call, text, and photo line. Um, I know you want to cover ramps, but 
I want to cover Sarah's mm-hmm. question from the realtor side because mm-hmm. you were kind of excited about not having access to these type of services, mm-hmm. not trying to play off the word access, but since I did, I'm a wordsmith. Yeah. Um, so Frank from Access. There's a first for everything. Look at that. I just <laughs> fell into that one unintentionally. Woo. All right. So what was your question for Frank? We've had probably in the past two months four estate properties where they had a built-in chairlift for their parent, and we were out of luck and trying to get rid of it or what to do with it, and they're impossible for a norm, you know for us to remove. And so, who do we call? What do we do? Uh, well, you can definitely call us. So one of the big things we do in a, in a situation like that is we, we want to talk to the, um, we would love to talk to the people who owned it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they were a veteran, then we do have programs that we can actually take those out and then facilitate them to go to uh, another veteran mm-hmm. in need. Um, especially someone, the VA pays for a lot of lifts. But there's a certain level of disability you have to have. And if you don't have that, then we can use those lifts to help those veterans. So we can get them something at an extremely low cost or no cost. Um, we can also. That's rated through the VA. Right? Is that the service? No, 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 no. no? So th- this is uh, a program that we run through oh, our company okay, okay. in order to help those who don't qualify to get a lift from right. from the VA. Even right. better. Yeah. Uh, mo- I mean, VA covers most vets, but n- not, not everybody's covered. So um, we can do that. We also work very closely like Lutheran Social Services, Misericordia Foundation, uh, Clearbrook Centers. And if there's some type of lift that's in the home, and it doesn't just have to be a stair lift. Um, if there's some type of lift in the home that they can use, mm-hmm. we will come out for free. We will pick it up. We will clean it up, and we will get it to those um, those facilities. And the donation will be made in the buyer the seller's name. Okay, so that is so nice it. because yeah. it is a really tough thing to remove. And if you have to do, you know, carpet repair on the stairs when things are moving like that, it stops the process. So to know that you guys do that is that's great. Yeah, and it can be dangerous if you don't yeah, if you don't remove it the right way. It can be really dangerous. So. Do you re- you don't do the carpet repair? Do you? We can, we can, but okay. it, typically when somebody's selling, they're doing sure more than you know we Small offer. Area. But yeah, 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 yeah. Well, if there's a lift going up the stair, right? It, it's it's on the wall side to. Mounted in? Yep. No, it's not. It's not mounted to the wall, so it's mounted to the stair treads. So okay. when we pull those brackets out, there's going to be holes in the stair treads. Got and it. if it's going through a carpet runner, sometimes it's okay, depending on the type of the carpet carpet runner. Sometimes you can brush it up, and you won't you won't know it's there. Uh, but if it's into the wood, or if it's into a, like a real thin type of carpet runner or decorative one, then you're going to want to replace that runner. Got it. Right. Got yeah. it. Got it. Okay. Or repair the stairs. But step I, one is just remove it, which is where the yeah, challenge is. Get it out of the so way. Right. A yeah, get it out of the way safely and then figure it out from there. Again, right. another like, oh my God, face look. She had no idea. And that yeah. that's huge for realtors. Yeah. It's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we work with a lot of realtors in situations like that. That's so. great. Yeah, they, and we really are trying to do it a donation on behalf of the seller, not on, you know, whoever's giving the lift away. It's not on access. We just help. Okay. Yeah. Does that feel good spinning the cup in your hand like that? Because it sounds great on the radio. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I didn't know. I'm like, what, I'm like, what's scratching? And Frank's twisting it. Yeah, cup. sorry. Is, is that is that a good feel? You're making got, me nervous you, today, dude. You have a You're sensory? talking about me and tank tops and having a party together and hiding from my wife. I'm like all nervous. And lip gloss. And, we, and, and we lip gloss, yeah. And great. we found out that Ray uses Maybelline. Is it Maybelline? What is the it? Cover girl. Cover girl. I use Maybelline. She Get uses right. Cover Girl. I can't afford Cover Girl. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Coming out of the break, one more time, we're going to be diving deeper. I wanted to get 
Yeah. I wanted to get no, that really question, good question. On, on the table. What are we going to cover after the break? I want to talk about how to build a ramp the, the right way because uh, there are so many people out there building their own ramps for their family, which is cool. I love it. Save the money. But let's make sure it's the right way so nobody gets hurt. And support it properly so when you put weight on it, it doesn't collapse and you fall off the ramp. And right pitch. Right. And platforms. and Sure. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that go into building a ramp. And you do it by code. Yes, and we will do it. Yeah. Will just, we'll... Let's go get the plywood, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work. It works <laughs> till, until Uncle Bob starts flying into 63rd Street. <laughs> it's not safe. 312-981-7200. 312-981-7200 is a mega pros call, text, and photo line. This is Home Sweet Home Chicago at 720 WGM. We're throwing it over to Donnie in the newsroom after these messages. Now back to Home Sweet Home Chicago. 312-981-7200. Go to WGNDavid.com. WGNDavid.com. Frank, I got a great caller here. Rosalie, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. How are you? I am tremendous. How is Oswego today? Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> if we had to go for a beef sandwich in Oswego, where would we go to get the best beef sandwich in Oswego? Um, well, Portillo's is very good. Okay, that's a safe bet. I All like right. Portillo's. All right, their service has gone downhill since they sold. There mm-hmm. goes a Portillo's uh, endorsement, but I uh, just got to tell the truth. You know, you used to get through the drive-thru in seven minutes. Now it's like you got you need a half hour to go through a drive-thru to, you know, to get a bowl of chili, for the love of God. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> it's still very good. It's delicious, but it's like, I don't know, 23 minutes wait to get a bowl of chili extra. I don't know if it's worth it anymore. But uh, you got a question for Frank about your daughter. Well, actually, it's about me. I'm sorry. But, um, the problem is my daughter uh, has a trailer, and um, I'd like to go out to her house, uh, you know, quite a bit, but I can't because of the stairs. Um, I have um, a problem with one of my legs, and it's very, very weak. And I managed to go up the stairs, but I can't get down. I, you know, I have a terrible time trying to get down. I'm always afraid I'm going to fall down the stairs. So I can't get to her house as much as I'd like to. And I had a thought about a ramp, but I was thinking if there was such a thing as a removable ramp, something she could put there, like when I come over, you know, I could use. Um, no, it's a really good question, Rosalie, and it's one that we uh, actually have to tackle all the time because trailers have the, – the, the doors on trailers are, are raised. They're high, um, often three feet high. So in order to get uh, up there, you're going to need a ramp that's almost 50 feet in length um, to be able to get up safely without you having to hurt, you know, um, you know really struggle. So. Yeah. Typically, in those situations, what we're doing is we're actually removing the stairs and then building a ramp that kind of goes back towards the back of the trailer and then snakes back up front uh, in order to get enough distance to get up. Um, The other option that you would have is using an outdoor stair lift. Um, depending on how, and we would have to come out and see this, but depending on how the the trailer stairs are built, because sometimes those are very steep, which might yeah. be causing the problem, but if they're if they're too steep, then we'll need to rebuild the stairs um, just to be a you know one or two more treads on there in order to get a stair lift on there. But that's often because of the length of the ramp, the stair lift is often a much more cost effective solution. Okay, so that would be the 
only option would be a stair lift. It would be a well. You have a stair lift. You could do a vertical platform lift, or you could do a ramp. Um, but out of the three, the stair, the stair lift, and it sounds like you could you you do okay getting in and out of a seating position. Um, right. Yeah. So that would be your least expensive option for solving the the, the issue of getting up to your your daughter's uh, doorway. Yeah, like I said, going up isn't too bad, but it's going down. Yeah, and right when you have the problem, you know. Yeah, I totally understand, and we definitely don't want you to fall. And there are some listeners that have challenges getting up, but don't have challenges getting down. So, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, it all depends on you know what your ailment, uh, yeah. your, what you're dealing with. If it, you know, if so. The best thing for us to do is, is is actually to meet you out at your daughter's house and let's see what what would be the best solution. We can get you some fair pricing to do any of those three options, and then you can, you guys can decide from there if it's something you'd like to or do. Or your daughter should move into a house that is easy for you to get in and out of. I think that's another option we have to. Well, it's yeah, not there. I mean, that's you, a good idea. <laughs> so let's move in downtown here. All the doorways are four feet in there. It's not much different. You know, right, you're so still going to have yeah, stairs going up and down. Great. It's yeah. a little schlep from Oswego, but, you know, I'm sure there's something closer. It's just an well, option. She lives in Sandwich. That's, that's the other problem. Oh, there they go. You got people jumping out of planes and, and Sandwich with that parachuting going on, so you might got to be careful. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, yeah, and here's another thing. I wonder if the park has a different, um, you know, rules or something about doing things. Oh, the trailer park? No. So I, I will tell you this. We work with a lot of different trailer parks uh, throughout the state of Illinois and Wisconsin, and they are all very, very good about allowing us to make the trailer accessible. So okay. they are very good about it. So um, I, think we, we, I think we need to set up an appointment for you to go out and uh, meet Rosalie at her daughter's home. Is yes. that okay, Rosalie? Um. Yeah, I'll have to talk to my daughter first, make sure it's okay with her. I say you just put it up anyway, without telling her. And say, hey, surprise. Uh, that's, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Look what yeah, I got you. Guess what? Um, yeah, can I have a phone number? And I'll definitely call back and talk to her and see what she thinks. Sure, Frank. Yep, uh, you can reach us at 630-616. 616-6249. Right, repeat it back to us, Rosalie. We want to make sure you have it. Uh, six, oh, if I could see it. Um, 630-616-6249. That's correct. We All look right. forward to hearing and from you. You think the chairlift would be the best option? I don't know if it's the best option. I'm just saying that's the least expensive out of the three. We need to go through it. And, and we just had a, a, a texter, you know, text in 715 asking about putting in wider, shallower steps. That could be an option. So we could explore that for you, too, where you make the – depending on how far out that's going to extend, you know, from the trailer. We have to see what kind of ground we have to work with. Okay. All right. Rosalie, right. hang out for your Mr. – I'll get back to you. Yeah. Well, hang out for your Mr. Floor Cleaning product, my friend, and thank you for calling. 312-981-7200 is a Megapro's call, text, and photo line. Let's talk about the safety of ramps. Yeah, so I'm seeing, this was a fun one. So we go out to a house, and we have a plywood ramp. It's got little two-by-fours on the side of it. It's extending down about 20 feet from the front door. And across the bottom of this thing is two poles with the dog leash going across it. So I'm like... That's right, supposed so. to stop somebody for, on a runaway. Yes. So we walk up to the door, and I asked, I said, what's with the dog leash? And they're like, that's to stop my wife so she doesn't roll off the bottom of the stairs or off the sidewalk and into the grass because she's already nosedived once. So, 
Yes, and they is, were one hundred percent serious with that. They were dead serious. That's why it was there. It was there to stop the wife when she's go, when she loses control in her wheelchair going down that's the and her hand slip. That's her emergency stop as a dog leash going across two <laughs> two poles. <laughs> yes, but it's actually more common than you think. So, uh, I mean, ramp safety is absolutely huge. So when you're when you're building a ramp, you need a level platform at the door because you can't open a door while you're on an upward incline. Right, you're just when you go to open the door, especially sure. a screen door, open out towards you. You're rolling backwards. You're gonna let go of the door. You're gonna go rolling backwards. You, it just doesn't work. So you need a level platform at the door, and then as you extend out, you have to use ADA recommends twelve to one. So every one inch of rise, you need twelve inches of ramp. Illinois ADA actually wants it to be fourteen to one. Of course so, they do. Well, that's right. good. I mean, Illinois, Illinois is the most stringent in the country. That's why I said that. Yeah. Right. Um, and then you always want to ensure that when you get off the ramp, you're on a hard surface that's no less than five by five. Um, whether it's a sidewalk, whether it's a, a, a driveway, or you make a uh, you know a paver pad or a concrete pad, but you don't want to get off in grass, especially in weather like we have now. We had some snow; it's all it's melted. Sink. Now yeah. it's mud. Now yeah. you're going to get in that with a walker a or a scooter, and you're you're done. You're stuck. But it's very common for us to see that. So what, what's the what's the, the um, uh, a space between the front door and a ramp to open the if a screen door opens out right and you're in a scooter or mm-hmm. a wheelchair or in a walker what what's the what's the one to two 12 the, to one 14 to one? no so the ideal space you want is like a five by five level platform by the door by the door that's okay. ideal four by four would be the minimum in it really depends on feasibility of what you have sure. to do to build it. So, uh, But 5 by 5 is your ideal. That's what ADA would like. That's what actually works the best to be able to open that door, get off to the side, and then then get into the house. Sarah Leonard's mother would like to know if you have sharp knives for the limes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I have I have some really coarse salt for those margaritas, okay. too. There yeah. we go. Do yeah. you have cups or glasses, or does she have to bring the glassware? No, no I got glassware. Okay. No so problem. Mom, I got Mama Leonard covered. <laughs> I love it. She keeps, sending in, she keeps sending in text messages. Please ask Frank this and this. Stop already. Just go back to drinking and put the phone down. If our listeners want to reach out to you, what's the best number? Uh, 630-616-6249 or allaboutaccess.com. All right, we're going to take a quick break, come back with listeners' calls. Mike Houston, our roofing guy, sent in something. He is a um, he is an SRO, service uh, a, VS, a veteran service officer, a VSO, that helps veterans write their stories to qualify for VA benefits. He's very active in that as a Navy veteran. Sent in something about uh, student loans that we'll talk about after the break. And you got a phone call as well from a listener during a couple of segments prior that you will discuss as well. Then you're going to save that gentleman, that listener, a boatload of money. So this is Home Sweet Home Chicago, 312-981-7200, 312-981-7200. We also have Jack and Schomburg with a call for Sarah Leonard and the Sarah Leonard team, 312-981-7200. 312-981-7200. That's a Megapro's call and text and photo line. Go to WGNDavid.com for all of our contact information, download podcasts of the show. And Frank's going to go get a solid cup so we don't so we hear squeaking instead of um, instead of him handling the paper cup. 312-981-7200. Home Sweet Home Chicago at 720 WGN. Home Sweet Home Chicago. I'm thinking about becoming, you ready for this? Because mm-hmm. I'm on Instagram now. <laughs> I'm a grammar. 
because I got I got I, I'm, a, I'm a grammar. So David Hochberg on Instagram. So I'm scrolling through and I see the Kardashians are making a fortune, taking pictures, eating stuff in their bathing suits, and I'm like, I could do that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I'm just not sure about that. Oh my God, David! <laughs> I could do that. That was the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. I could do that. You <laughs> gotta look into OnlyFans, possibly. Though. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Okay, boomers. Google that. Not here, though. Don't Google it here. <laughs> 312-981-7200. Jack, you've been hanging on for a long time. Thank you for hanging. You've got a question for Sarah. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for taking my call. Um, going on about six months, we've been looking for a home in the Schomburg-Hoffman area, and we're kind of in disbelief, but we're still running up against multiple offers. And uh, I was just wondering if there was any advice you could give to maybe set us apart, help us win the bid. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a great question, um, and we're definitely seeing the multiple offers happen. What um, price points? Mm-hmm. Are you under five, six hundred thousand? In that market, under four fifty, I'd 450, say. Four fifty. Yeah, yeah. So a yeah. couple tips. I'd say first, um, write a letter. Sellers like to learn about buyers, and there's a lot of sentiment and emotion in you know purchasing and selling a home. So that's a good a good. Uh, starting point to somebody you know re- reviewing your offer. The second is utilizing an escalation clause. An escalation clause allows you to offer a certain price, but then put in a higher dollar amount above the next highest offer, the next highest bidder that you can pay two thousand dollars above that next offer with a ceiling. Right, so if it's listed at three fifty, you can offer three forty five, but you'll pay up to three sixty five you know, depending on the next highest mm-hmm. offer. That's a great tool to set you apart and to just naturally elevate your price, which obviously at the end of the day, cash is king, and all sellers will look at that uh, in determining, you know, which offer they're going to accept. I would say leaving the closing date blank, leaving that for the sellers to decide. So if that's a pain spot for them, they really have, you know, the balls in their court there. And lastly, I would say um, do a home inspection, but write the offer as is. You can still do any right on, you know, any test that you want to perform, you can. Uh, but you are just telling the seller that you're not going to make any petty requests. Those are the pain points for, for sellers. So if you were to practice those, I would, I would think that you'd have some better luck. Then, obviously, you just need to have the right agent who's going to bat for you guys who can be aggressive in this market. It's like a dating okay. website, right? Don't be a creep or pay in the rear end. <laughs> Not that I know anything about that. I'm He's just, a pro. I'm just saying. Did you look in the mirror this morning? <laughs> I looked. I, I Googled it. <laughs> no, but I think that's great advice. Hang on, Jack, for your Mr. Floyd cleaning product of your choice. You just have to have realistic expectations. Absolutely. Yeah, that was really good advice. And the market changes on a daily basis. Yeah. You went from 40 people lined up, you know, making offers to maybe three or four, which is still great. You yeah. know, you still multi- but but you don't have somebody willing to come in on a three hundred thousand dollar home to say three seventy five all cash close whenever. Right. Those buyers aren't out there right now. Right, but your agent needs to guide you. You know, if this house is priced right at market value, don't go in eight percent less because the internet says so. Go in close to list price and right. closer to where you hope hope to end up at. It's going to get you you know, where you want to be a lot faster. 224, Frank, would like to know if you guys rent stair... Um, what was the question? Does Access rent stair lifts and do they give free estimates in Fox Lake? 
absolutely get free estimates in Fox Lake. There's five of us uh, at Access that actually live in Fox Lake, so that makes it really easy for us to come see you. Uh, but we do do the whole state of Illinois. Um, and you yes, said, you said do do. I did say do do. You said you said do do. <laughs> did that excite you? <laughs> no, just, Such a big word. Every time I hear that, I cracks me up. You do do. We do do. Okay. Um, so Thirteen years. Yes, but we do rent stair lifts. We can also rent uh, ramps. Uh, or small uh, small portable mobility equipment. Is that a, is that on a monthly basis? I mean, it all depends on the on the need. We can do um, you know for a stair lift is typically if like say somebody is uh, having knee surgery or something they're going to rent it for a month or two, but um, we could do it for as little as two weeks. All right, and we got a text. We had a, a text message from a trusted source, Michael Houston from uh, Lindholm Roofing is also a veteran service officer regarding um, the VA eliminating student loan debt. You want to read Mike's text real quick, Ray, and then add on to it? Sure. Uh, Mike said, once the VA determines a veteran to be 100% service-related disabled, the student loan qualifies for complete forgiveness. The VA will actually proactively look for loans that qualify for forgiveness and send notice to the disabled vet. I do believe it needs to be 100%. He's right in that for automatic disability discharge, it has to be 100%, and the VA works with the Department of Education along with the SSA. So if you're eligible for um, supplemental Social Security income or Social Security disability, then they will send a uh, letter to the Department of Ed. Or if you're 100% disabled, the VA will send that notice to the Department of Ed. There are a lot of people who are still eligible to have their loans um, forgiven under the same statute where it's just not automatic. We have to send in the application. Like the vet that we did, it was 90% disabled. So he is correct in that you, you get it automatically if you're 100%, but if you're less disabled, you might still be able to get your entire loan balance forgiven, even if you're 80 or 90% disabled. Because you just had success with that. Right, we did. All right, phone number if our listeners want to reach out to you. 312-294-8989. And Frank, if our listeners want to reach out to you. And Sarah Leonard, if our listeners want to reach out to you. 224-239-3966. We're going to take a quick break here. We're going to throw it over to the uh, newsroom. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Hey, Kev, um, don't forget... We need weather and wind direction in Northbrook. You're taking over for Kleppen. We just you got need, it. We just need weather consist- and wind direction in Northbrook. Yes, preferably Do western, northwestern Northbrook. <laughs> I don't know if we get that. Specific. Well, I think you need to work on it. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. We don't want mediocrity in the newsroom. We want excellence. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero. Kevin Wells coming up next. Now here's David Hotberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. 312-981-7200. We're here for the next hour to help you with any type of challenge, question, anything that you have, we're here to help you. We're going to go over to Heather in, uh, I'm sorry, Ashley in Crystal Lake. <laughs> details, details. <laughs> Ashley looks like Heather on the screen. <laughs> Stay in your lane. Uh, Ashley, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. You've got a question about selling your parents' home. Yeah, so helping my parents get their house ready to sell. I was just talking to my mom, and they bought the house new back in '03. Um, so still has like original carpets and things like that. Um, 
I know now, you know, buyers looking for everything kind of like neutral colors, things like that. They've got some, you know, kind of brightly painted rooms. We are going to work on, you know, maybe replacing some flooring and, and repainting. Um, but she was talking to one of her coworkers who said that they, instead of, you know, putting the money out of pocket for that, just offered a, like a credit at closing to the buyer to cover that. So I just wanted to see, like, from, from Sarah's opinion, what the better option is there. That is such a common question because so many sellers, one, would prefer not to have to go through the trouble of doing the work. And two, they worry, you know, what if the the new buyer doesn't like what they've chosen? So the the short answer to that is it's always better to do the work. No buyer is ever going to come in and say, oh, this is new. I hate it. It's this is new. They're grateful and appreciative of 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 that. So if you spend four thousand dollars on carpet and paint for your for your parents house, you know, if you don't do that, a buyer's going to want an $8,000 credit. So you're paying for it one way or another. Buyers are very visual and most of the time they want to come in and feel like they're not buying into someone else's mess. And so, you know, freshen up the carpeting, doing um, a paint job throughout goes a really long way when you go to sell. So I would definitely say doing that work ahead of listing the house would be your best bet. And the credit is the way to go instead of a price reduction because the credit can be used to offset closing costs, yeah. which keeps cash in the buyer's pocket, which the, then the buyer can then use to buy a new carpet. If you take it from three hundred to two ninety, you don't have the two. You don't have the ten thousand dollars because it's been a price reduction. If you go three hundred with the ten thousand dollar closing cost credit, you will have ten thousand dollars applied to closing costs and prepaids which you could then use to fix whatever needs to be fixed. Yep, but you're still going to pay more if you do the credit either way. So from a seller's perspective, you'll always have like a net loss, usually, if you don't do the work up front. Because you can do that on a budget. True. So that's um, you know that's my advice. You'll usually get better, stronger offers if the work has been done up front. Hang on for your Mr. Floor Cleaning product, Ashley. Thanks for calling. 312-981-7200. 312-981-7200. My neighbor has an outdoor elevator. Maybe a vertical platform lift, Frank, for the other caller that called previously. Yeah, for Rosalie. Yeah, I had mentioned that. A vertical platform lift uh, will work, but that's going to be the most expensive option because yeah. we're going to have to do it quite a bit in order to get that in there safely. Paralyzed four years ago from the 630. Have a lift to get to our porch. The wider the space to enter and exit the, the house, the better. JD listening in Arizona. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, JD's absolutely right. So the dimensions I was giving earlier about like a 5x5 five five or a 4x4, four four, those are the recommended minimums. But if you have the ability to do a 6x6 six six or a 6x8 six space, it's only going to, and you, and you are do have a wheelchair, that is, that extra space is going to be a world of difference for getting in and out of a house. A couple of weeks ago, I mentioned something about passwords, about what a pain in the rear ends it was passwords. And we have one of our listeners. Isn't your password password? My password is Frank from Access. <laughs> Number one explanation point, but don't tell anybody. Uh, Judy Hinger from St. Charles sent in this. Listening to your show regarding password protection, use a thumb drive and lock that down. The thumb drive will hold all of your passwords. My son is a computer major uh, is a computer major and did this for, for, for Judy. Th- those password protection sites get hacked all the time. Go Michigan Tech University. UP of Michigan. So there you go. She wanted to give a shout out to her son, William Boricki, the real hero. Enjoy our show. So there you go. They'll give him back to our listeners from our listeners. You received a phone call 
earlier in the show from one of our listeners who didn't want to call back or couldn't call back because of scheduling. I think we're in the middle of Sarah's segment or Frank's segment. I said, hang on, Sarah will pick you up off air. What was that Actually, conversation? I, right. I, I think Ray picked it up off right. air. Not yeah. Sarah, I look right at you. <laughs> Yes. Your attention I knew, I knew you couldn't make it three hours. Impeccable. <laughs> so special. Um. <laughs> it's the blonde hair. The, you know, all the blondes. The cover girl lip gloss. The cover yeah, exactly. girl. Right. You should use Maybelline and then I would know. So, okay. So you, Ray Kaplan, yeah. during Sarah's segment, right. somebody called, listener called in regarding a student loan question you took it in the in the control booth there yeah just the sweetest people um their kid uh is going to alabama and um we're gonna talk about ways to because his wife is employed as a full-time um, public school teacher so we're check that box right so we're likely going to have her be the parent plus borrower and then we're going to calculate for them exactly what those loan payments are going to look like when her son, when their son graduates from Alabama, and then public sector loan forgiveness of the balance. So there's just going to be low monthly payments, and we also want to make sure that we get those loans, which are usually not eligible for the lowest repayment plan, how to turn them into the right type of loan, federal loan, so that they are eligible for the lowest type of repayment plan, which is going to be very important, especially when this new revised pay-as-you-earn is what it's called, revised pay-as-you-earn plan comes out, and that should be available in the fall. So that's going to make their payment. If it was going to be 200 a month, it's probably going to be about $70 a month. And then a, the entire balance forgiven after 10 years and no interest. $200 a month to $70 a month. Likely, yes. 200 to 70 Frank, is a gallon of gas costs you 70 bucks now. So that's two weeks worth of gas. Right. That's that's, that's pretty substantial when well, you start looking at a, yeah. a household budget. Normally, their payment would probably be $600 a month. Whoa. Yeah. So there's a way to... That's 600 to seven. Yeah, it's that, a big difference. 600 so, to seven. It's a huge difference. Right. Because what happens is that if you get federal parent plus loans, they're coded a certain way. And they're coded for this one particular payment plan that uses a higher formula. There's a way to do it where you can stack the consolidations without getting too crazy into the weeds, where they're then eligible for a different repayment plan. Hmm. It's pretty cool. So our listeners can do this by themselves. Yes. But if they don't know all of the ins and outs and the bells and the whistles and the levers and the buttons to push, they might not get to the lowest payment like you just explained right here. Yeah, exactly. It's all about your comfort level and doing that kind of thing. I personally don't feel comfortable for example, doing my own taxes. We hire a tax attorney or a CPA. Um, So it's kind of the same thing. Just if you're not that familiar, I do recommend going with a professional. And I want to thank Sarah Leonard for pointing out that uh, 600 to 700 is an increase, not 600 to 70. Yes. (laughs) I'm a numbers guy, Sarah. Numbers and words, they're your thing. Wait till I start selling real estate. Forget about it. 312-981-7200. 312-981-7200. We're going to take a quick break come back with more calls and texts keep them coming they are phenomenal the mega pros call text and photo line 312-981-7200 312-981-7200 go to wgndavid.com for all of our contact information and to download podcasts of previous shows we're going to take a quick break and be right back 
Home Sweet Home Chicago. Is there an end to this story? There is. Is this chapter eight? Joe said to me, have a point. Have a point, man. I'll get straight to the point. And David said, have an ending. You have an ending. You lost people. They're gone. Well, we're waiting. I got Dykstra texting me. I I got an answer for it. I'm like, so does he if you get to the point. Now, here's David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. Show sounds much better. Well, some will agree with the microphones off. Yeah, but it usually helps to turn your own yeah, mic turn, on. Yeah, right? I'm like, hello, 312-981-7200. MicroPros call. Take some photo line, 847. I listen to your show every week, and each time there are touching moments. Bless Rosalie. What a sweet woman. You guys provide such valuable information and help, especially for people in difficult financial and physical or emotional circumstances. Great guests. Keep up the good work. A lady by the name of Mary. So how about that? Thank you, Mary. Very nice. 312-981-7200 is a Megapro's call, text, and photo line. We've got a texter here for Ray, and then you've got one for Sarah. So let's do this one for Ray because it's right here. Can you please ask Attorney Ray? Attorney Mm -hmm. Ray? Yep. (laughs) So formal. (laughs) Attorney Ray. (laughs) If both parents are retired, does retirement money count towards financial assistance Can you please ask Attorney Ray? We'll edit that out when we go live. Can you please ask Attorney Ray, if both parents are retired, does retirement money count towards financial assistance for their child when they enter college? In other words, is there any financial advantage to being retired when your child enters college? We are older parents with a sophomore in high school and will be retiring when he graduates from high school. So you got a couple there knocking boots later on in, 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 in age. And they're probably in their 60s going to retirement, having kids in their 40s. So walk us through this situation. So that's a that's an interesting question. Um, there's a couple things. Number one, in terms of applying for federal aid, you're going to be filling out FAFSA. And FAFSA requires all of your, your whole family is basically your income information. So they're looking at basically... Um, all of your income and all of your assets. And based on the fact that you're retired, if your income is a little bit less than it was when you were working, then that means your your child might qualify for a little bit more in aid. We actually don't know exactly how they determine that estimated rate of family contribution. It's proprietary. So we, we don't have the formula for that. But likely they might qualify for a little bit more in aid. The good news, though, is that you can probably qualify for um, federal parent plus loans. And then the payback on those is going to be based on your non-social security retirement income. So not all income is, um, pensions, IRA distributions, right? right? Minimum so distributions. Like all SEP that. IRAs, that's, um, not considered part of taxable income. No way. Social, yeah, social security. There, so there's some nuances there. So we have to determine what amount of taxable income you have so we can calculate the payment. And again, there's a way to do the federal consolidation of those federal parent plus loans so that you'll be eligible for the lowest repayment plan instead of that kind of expensive one they're coded for the income contingent repayment plan. So we can help you out with that. Um, and but yeah, I think uh, the good news, though, is that you'll definitely be able to get federal student loans, even if your child doesn't qualify for that much. As long as your credit is decent, um, you'll qualify for federal parent plus loans. All right, there you go. If, if, if our listeners want to reach you directly to talk about that in more detail, what's the best number? 312-294-8989. 
Frank, you want to read that text for Sarah Leonard regarding the letter that she recommended that listeners write to sellers? Yes. So this is from 847 asking if this is true, that they have read that considering a buyer's letter in making a real estate sale decision could be problematic as it is potentially discriminatory and could violate fair housing laws. So in the listing agreement that all sellers have to sign prior to marketing their home to the open public, there are three clauses that uh, that address discrimination. One, that's always been in the contract, but two, that actually they revised during the COVID craze that is specifically about if they receive a letter and any feelings or judgments they have based on that letter cannot be discriminatory. So... I think they got ahead of that thought or concern um, a couple of years ago on the listing agreement, and that should address and make people at ease that no, they cannot they cannot do that in in reading those. And most people do genuinely want to know who's going to be purchasing their home, and they're looking at it with, you know, just through the eyes of the property that they've lived in and have memories in, and they just want to know what that's going to look like when it transitions. So people usually have you know, good intentions with that. And every buyer has the same opportunity to write that same type of letter if they wanted to. That's so, right. So as long as it's equal and fair for everybody buying a home, I'm not an attorney, right? And I guess if I asked attorney Ray Kaplan... <laughs> She, of course, you would start with it depends because that's right. what they all do. Yeah, that's what every attorney favorite. says. It's a gray area. <laughs> While the clock is running, it depends. And let me go through the fifteen reasons why it depends. Four hours later, sixteen hundred dollars. You're, You're like, welcome. Okay, for that yeah, analysis, thank you. By the way, that's right. That's why she's able to f- buy the cover girl, not the Maybelline. But. Um, but I, but it, right, it's not like you're just saying okay, only black people could write a letter, right. or white people could write a letter, or Asian people could, or Muslims could write a letter, or Jews could write a letter. It, it, anybody that wants to write a letter, every buyer has the same opportunity. Absolutely. It, out of your uh, out of your experience, how many how many buyers actually take advantage of that? During COVID, ninety percent, and okay. now it, we're seeing it dwindle down. But I. It is more common than that. My seller will say, "Well, have you met the buyers? Do you know anything about them?" They they're just genuinely curious. You know, do they have young kids? Because there's a really sweet couple next door that just moved in with a two year old. You know, and they want to know that it's going to go. And you know, people are going to love the home and appreciate it the way that they did. You know, and that makes a difference to a lot of people. You know, your home carries a lot of sentiment and memories, and so it's you know it's something I would still recommend doing despite any of that. Gotcha. Real quick, Ray. For Ray again, should Parent Plus loan holders wait until the $10,000 forgiveness is finalized before any consolidation to maintain forgiveness eligibility, then consolidate the lower payment and credit for past payments? That's a good question. It's a good question. And you want to be very careful, again, how you consolidate federal Parent Plus loans. Um, Definitely give us a call at the office at the 312-294-8989 because it can make a huge difference in your payment between, honestly, between paying $600 a month versus paying $200 a month. Um, The answer to the question, though, is that no, consolidation won't hurt your chances of being eligible for Biden loan forgiveness if it does survive. And we should know about that when the Supreme Court decides that case and that, I mean, they're briefing that case at the end of February. We should have a decision at the sometime in June. Um, but I would give us a call before you do that federal consolidation of your Parent PLUS loans. It could, we could save you a lot of I money. I got a question. What yes. does it take the, the Supreme Court so damn long to make a decision? That's my question to you. You got 10 seconds. Well, what takes so long? They've got other cases on the docket. And What takes so long with the other cases? <laughs> I mean, what are they doing? Well, 
Yeah, I mean, they're well, they're doing a, a, an analysis of the Why does it take so long to do, an, to do the analysis? <laughs> I, you know, I just can't help myself. Like, we got to wait six months. What the hell are they doing? You stop taking pictures in your black robes and start doing law. 312-981-7200. I just, I don't know what takes so long. 312-981-7200. And I speak for the people. 312, right, Kevin Wells? Kevin Wells is like, preach on. I know I'm late for the news, but keep going, Hockberg. You don't get this type of analysis with John Williams or Lisa Dent or Bob Surratt. They don't care about this and they stuff. don't have the passion they don't get the passion <laughs> that you do they don't have spittle on their well, microphone well, well they gotta take these and dry clean them 312-981-7200 312-981-7200 that's Microprose call text and phone I don't know what they're doing and why it takes so long it drives me crazy alright go to Kevin now here's David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago 312-981-7200 is a Micropros call, text, and photo line. We have an angry texter. Uh-oh. <clears throat> we get probably 100 texts a show, so we try to keep up with it. But we have 847 here who's not happy. Just not happy with you, Dave. I've naturally. They're usually mad at me. Yeah. Well, they're... No, you're getting a lot of compliments today. Oh, good. <laughs> the, the conservatives are mad at you. Who's going to pay for that? It's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, okay, you got $1,000 lying at your doorstep every month. You're going to step over it. Give me a break. All right, 847. Dear David, since you're talking about debt forgiveness, I have a question. It's not for student loans, though. My dad recently died and has about $30,000 of credit card debt. You're a bankruptcy attorney, so let's address it. Okay. Uh, am I, as his sole survivor and, exec- and executor, responsible for his debt? I understand if you don't want to address... Was that you? You almost said ex- executor. <laughs> yeah, you said executor. <laughs> said Changes executor. the story. All right. Well, he didn't execute his dad here. I apologize. I am at. I am I as his sole survivor and executor, not mm-hmm. executor. I apologize. Now the eight four sevens man to me even more responsible for his debt. I understand that was a slip, not on purpose. I understand. I'm tough with English, especially because it's my first language. I understand if you don't want to address the issue on air, but I'd appreciate if you could tell me as I'm losing sleep over this. So his father passed away. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming his father. It's a, it does, the, the, the father of the texter passed away, left 30 G's worth of credit card debt. Mm-hmm. Is it the responsibility of the executor of the estate to pay the 30 G's off? Well, so it depends um, if the credit... If the if the lender is going to um, file a claim or a lien against the estate, then he might wind up paying that credit card debt through proceeds of the estate. So, um, of course, the answer is it depends. But but not they're not always. going after him personally; they're going after the estate. Exactly. So if there was like fifty grand in the estate, right. they'll take the thirty card, and then twenty grand goes on. But if there's only twenty grand in the estate. They're, that's all that they can get because exactly. that's all that's there. Right. right. And and so you want to talk to an attorney, though, to find out what possible exemptions there are to protect um, a certain amount of assets of the estate. That's why you want to spend as much money as you can before you die. Yeah. So they can't get it after you die. Oh, that's such a great lesson. I'm just I'm just helping the kids out there. <laughs> <laughs> Not yours because you're spending all their money. I'm burning right? through it. You're, you're going to leave them nothing. <laughs> My three girls better get a job. Because there ain't going to be nothing And you left. wonder why they don't talk to you. Uh, I know why they don't talk to me, because they don't like what I have to say. 312-981-7200, because it's common sense. <laughs> why don't you clean your room? Dad! Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. you had that eye roll down really yeah. good. The, those clean clothes are going to just <laughs> magically jump away. off the floor, fold themselves up. After you got done washing them, they're, uh, that are on the floor. I don't understand why you didn't just Did fold you know them. if you close your eyes and wish for it, 
dust miraculously disappears off the shelves. <laughs> And toilet paper rolls get replaced. Yeah. I don't understand Garbages that either. Get emptied. Yeah. Supreme Court, why does it take so long? And why can't I get a toilet pole, a toilet paper roll <laughs> replaced in my house with the roll coming underneath? Because I don't like it going over the top. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero. Go to wgndavid.com. We had a conversation. I want to talk about this as well because we talked about closing cost credit, and this yes. is critical. I have a listener right now who's living in a home that he's been renting for the past ten years. He's been diligent paying his rent on time. The seller, he thinks the house is worth one hundred and thirty, forty thousand dollars. Okay. The seller's going to sell him the house on a on a mano y mano type of transaction, no realtors, because he, he's good friends with the seller mm-hmm. for a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Basement's got a cracked foundation and it's got water coming in. Mm-hmm. All right. He comes to me. He's like, I'd like to get a mortgage. I'm like, we got to address the cracked foundation. He's like, well, the seller won't address the cracked foundation. I'm like, well, the lender won't give you any type of money with a cracked foundation when the mm-hmm. appraiser goes down there and sees ducks floating in, in your basement, okay? I mean, for the, I mean, come on, use some common sense. So he's like, well, what are we going to do? I'm like, well, number one, we're going to get an appraisal on the home. And if the home appraises for $130,000 like you think it will, we're going to have Permaseal come out, which they've come out already, and have given him a quote to remedy, right, remediate, the, the challenges issue. to fix the issues. And they're going to give him a number, right? He's like, well, the seller's not going to want to spend it. I'm like, the seller's not going to have a choice because he sells it to you. He's going to have to fix it. He sells it to somebody other than he's somebody still have to fix buying it. it for cash. He's going to have to fix it. Right. He knows it's there. So I'm like, if it's 15, 10, 15 grand, whatever it is, check up the purchase price, $15,000. The seller wants to sell it to you for 100 Gs. Yeah. If he sells it to you for 150, 15, he fixes the basement. Here's the deal. You get net 30 days with Permaseal. Okay, I, can, I think I know somebody over there. I can work this out. I'll have your loan approved, yep. ready to go. We send Permaseal down there to fix it. By the time the bill comes, loan closes. Pay them off. And at the title company, 10 Gs, 50, whatever the basement cost goes to Permaseal to pay it off. Yeah. He's financing the cost of the construction, of the remediation, in with the price of the home. He does like, I don't have 15 grand. I'm like, yeah. you've got in the equity of the home. Why buy something for 100 that's worth 130 when you can buy it for 110 or 115 or maybe like 120 or 130 and get yeah. a $30,000 closing cost? You know, you can't get that big of a closing cost credit on that size loan, but you could take out the cost, you could build in the cost mm-hmm. to, to remediate the basement. Get a closing cost credit, and you come in with basically your small down payment of three to five percent. So then, my question would be: since they negotiated that up front, since he was living there, yes, you know, most people when they come to us or to you have already negotiated the price. What if that problem had come up after the price had been agreed to? They did the inspection, and then a big you know crack was found that wasn't disclosed. Well, if you it's it's a challenge, right? Then you have to send an inspector down because the appraiser is going to see this big crack, and then you're going to have to get some type of foundation expert down there, which I've sent Permaseal in before, mm-hmm. and they've said, "Listen, you got a good problem, a bad problem. We could fix it." Okay, the good problem is we could fix it. The good news is we could fix it. The bad news is it's going to cost fifty, sixty Gs mm-hmm. to shore up the house because if you don't do this, and we put pylons in, and it's a brand new house, the basement wall is going to cave in. Yeah. Okay, and and the seller's such a putz. This jackass, he had he had cracks in the walls that I sent Permaseal in because he refused to seal it. It was like a couple three hundred bucks, right? I'm like, wow. just go in there, Roy, and plug the damn holes. And yeah. Roy's like, we got a we got a bigger problem, Dave. I'm like, what's the bigger problem? He's like, y- y- if I can plug the hole, you want the good news or the bad news? He comes to me. I'm like, what's the good news? He's like, I can plug the holes, three hundred bucks, whatever the number is. I'm like, great. He's like, the bad news is the basement wall is going to cave in within ten years. <laughs> 
I'm like, well, that's a big problem. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So all this builder had to do, this jackass, was plug the walls, and then my buyer would have bought it, and nobody would have known the difference. Now, wow. seals down there. We've got a structural challenge. Guess what? My buyer's like, up yours, we're out. Yeah. And now the seller was a scumbag to begin with. Probably didn't fix it, and the other buyer they keep probably patched the holes now. Yeah, didn't but, disclose it. But, but but he didn't disclose that the wall is going to be caving into the uh, basement within the next ten to fifteen years. If yeah. Roy says it's coming in, it's coming in. Mm-hmm. I trust Roy Spencer. Forty years in business, four hundred homes. I think he knows what the hell he's doing. Yeah, it's not that tough. <laughs> I mean, people make it so damn complicated. Do you want me to wipe that? Sweat I need off to your wear. Bra? I need to wear a tank top next time. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm going to take your. I'm like pitting out it. Yeah. It's like you and like, me both, buddy. It's unbelievable. It's like I got. I thought I thought a dark blue shirt would cover it. It's not. I gotta no, go, it's not. I got to go like sweat color next time. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero. Listen, it's it's monetary masturbation. You're playing with numbers. That's all you're doing. You're just moving numbers around a board. But typically, that has to be done prior to closing. You can't. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You've got to do here. I had a, I, I had a situation where we had a a a. Um, she she bought the place for three hundred and eighty thousand dollars. I'm like, go three eighty seven, three eighty seven five, and get a seventy five hundred dollar closing cost credit. Place appraised out at four twenty five. Well, how many times do you see that? Yeah. You wish, yeah, never, right, never. But it was going to cost me close to fourteen thousand dollars in discount points because she was buying a second home condo, mm-hmm. seven eighty credit scores, and the discount points to get her to par was fourteen thousand five hundred dollars. Right, because nobody wants to do second home condos now. Forget about it. Yeah. So I told her to jack up the purchase price to four hundred thousand. Give me a twenty thousand dollar closing cost credit. We wiped out the discount point to get the rate to par, and we mm-hmm. covered whatever was left in closing cost credit. Problem solved. Yeah. If you get a higher value, you could cover a lot of ills in the higher in the higher appraisal. You just jack up the purchase price and get a closing cost credit. Yeah, it's got the money to do it. You got the money to do it. You got the value in the pro- in the property. All right, I got to change a shirt and take a. <laughs> I am literally schwitzing here. I'm like, and I worked out this morning. I'm about showered twice. Three one two nine eight one. Yes, Frank. I worked out, showered, then I went to work out again and showered again. It's what I do. And now you need another one. And now we need another one. Going out with the wife tonight. We got a big night. That definitely showered. This is a big night. Big. This is our thank Valentine. What is it? What's coming up? Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Well, we 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 do Thanksgiving super early. Three one two nine eight one seven two zero zero. Three one two nine eight one. 7,200, that's a Megapro's call, text, and phone line. We have Jose in Chicago buying and selling a home. 1041 exchange. He means a 1031 exchange. Uh, it's 1040 exchange, which is a 1031. We could discuss. 312-981-7200, Megapro's call, text, and photo line. This is Home from Chicago on 720 WGM. Home sweet home Chicago. Megapro's call, text, and phone line. Photo line. I can't. Can't talk. I don't understand the whole concept. It's magical. I don't speak freaky deaky Dutch. You understand what I'm saying. <laughs> no. I want you to tell the contraception story. Oh, uh, wow. going back to that. Okay. Wrong, Wrong word. Wrong word. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It began with the C. Let's not get critical here. Now, here's David Hochberg and Home Sweet Home Chicago. 312-981-7200. All right, we got six minutes of speed round here. Ready? 312-981-7200. Jose, go. Thank you for calling, buddy. How you doing, guys? Uh, two quick questions. One is I'm uh, uh, looking at leaving uh, Illinois and heading out to uh, Texas. Okay. Um, I have I have a um, four-unit building here in uh, the little village area in Chicago. And, um, you know, uh, what do I do? What's the best thing for me to do to consider uh, prior to getting a home in, in Texas? Is with, it? With, to try to minimize my taxes. Is that your primary residence in Little, Vill- in little Village? Yeah. Okay. 
Well, well, you just you could sell the home and take the equity and put it down on a new home in in Texas. It's that that's how you do it. I mean, you just you just rolling over the equity. Do you, do you have a realtor in Little Village? Uh, no, I have people that uh, that would buy it. Okay. Investors. How much do you owe? Uh, I owe one hundred and sixty-five thousand. And how much equity do you have in there? It's worth about four fifty. All right, so you got a, a nice chunk of change in there, two seventy-five after taxes and transfer and everything. What, what are you going to buy in Texas? How much? Well, I'm looking at buying maybe a, a home on an acre or just an acre and, and uh, build a home. It's a lot cheaper. All right. Well, that doesn't help me out here. How much of a home are you looking to buy? Well, Give me some numbers. At, uh, I'm probably looking at about two hundred thousand. All right. So, so you got two hundred thousand, and and you walk. I mean, you can buy it for cash. Is that going to be your primary residence too? No, that's going to be my uh, place to go for some uh, the winters. Okay, and so now Airbnb. I like the Airbnb it out when I'm uh, here in the summer. Right, so now you're throwing sprinkles and nuts on it. All right. So now you got you turn it into. Okay, I can't answer this in, in, in the limited amount of time, but I'll call you after yeah. the show. Okay, you got a lot of moving pieces here and flaming, flaming hoops. Okay. <laughs> I'll help you. I'll help you figure this out. I'm licensed down in Texas, but um, you got it's, it's too complex of an answer to answer in the short time that we have. All right, bud. Yeah, I, I like your show. I like you. <laughs> no, I, I, well, you should have started with that, and then we would have spent more time with you. But I got to go. Hang on, hang on for your Mister Floor Cleaning product. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Gene in Arlington Heights. Question. Hi, David. I like you, and I like your show. See, that's how you do it. <laughs> that's how okay, you do. Okay, my son followed a girl to Wyoming in yep. July of this last year. The Second day they were there, they bought a $400,000 house. Are they married? They're not married. They're girlfriend and boyfriend, and they're broken up now. Yep, huge mistake. Huge mistake every which way. So He didn't listen to you, did he? He didn't listen to you, Gene, did he? You told him not to do it. David. Right. But I know you will. Yeah, of course. (laughs) You said you love me. So, so, So here's, I only got a minute here. I only got two minutes left. It becomes, this is why I tell our listeners not to buy a home unless you're married because it becomes a mess, right? It becomes a huge flipping mess. Yeah, because now they're in a business partnership. You got business yeah. partner, you got states' rules and laws that go, who knows what's happening in Wyoming? It's different than here in Illinois, Ray. It's it's complete mess. Your son completely stepped in a pile of dung. And I <laughs> yeah. tell people, our listeners, not to do this. Because it's tough to unwind. Hang on for your Mr. Floor cleaning product. I promise to call you on the way home. All right. We don't have time anymore. Great advice. Say goodbye. Uh, uh, nugget of knowledge. Sarah Leonard. Sarah Leonard team. For all of uh, you guys out there looking to list your home in the next year, don't wait to call an agent to meet with them. Plan ahead of time just so you're getting the right tips and tools before listing your property. Phone number? 224 239 3966. Ray Kaplan, nugget of knowledge, young lady. Nugget of knowledge is if you have kids, it's really never too early to start planning to send them to college and we can set up a uh, individualized plan for you and a strategy so you'll know exactly what it's going to take, what it's going to cost, what the monthly payment will be, if we can get those loans forgiven, etc. If you already have federal student loans, there are great payment plan changes coming your way, but there's stuff we have to do in order to get you there. Just give us a call, 312-294-8989. Frank from Access, do you have financing opportunities? 
Absolutely, we have financing opportunities. And what should our listeners do if they want more information? They should reach out to us at 630-616-6249 or allaboutaccess.com. You want to leave any other bits of information? If you are planning on doing a renovation for a loved one and trying to help them out, please take the time to try and do it safely. Amen. And if you're looking to purchase a new home or refinancing an existing home, give me a call. I'd love to help them. We were talking to Sarah earlier about about financing and doing another home before you sell your home. There's creative ways to do it. Give us a call. We do it every single day. Sarah's like, hey, what about this? I'm like, you don't want to do it that way. You want to do it this way because it's easier for everybody involved. That's why we're here every Saturday. I'll tell you what, next Saturday, and plus my wife doesn't even know I'm gone. So it's awesome. <laughs> you think that? She's like jumping on the She's bed. Like, right? he knows. <laughs> so excited. Yeah. She's out of the house at five and he comes back sometime around two o'clock. It's great. All right. Next Saturday, Vestathon, Chicago Police Memorial Foundation. Go to WGNVest.com. We've got a huge show next Saturday. Raised over $250,000 last year. That's our goal this year. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Saturday. It's going to be a very, very, very heartfelt show and uh we're bringing on cops that got shot and vests saved their life so home sweet home chicago vestathon next saturday thanks for listening everybody have a great weekend and go whoever team you want i think the eagles are going to win because defense wins super bowls and go cat hold on what's that what kelsey's gonna win it yeah that that's a good one they're yeah. brothers on each team they're spartacus good job all right and go cats take it easy everybody thanks for listening The preceding episode of Home Sweet Home Chicago was sponsored by David Hochberg and Megapro's Home Improvement and Restoration, Ray Kaplan, Sarah Leonard from Remax, and Frank Wazalewski from Access. For additional sponsors of the Home Sweet Home program, please visit WGNRadio.com slash Home Sweet Home Chicago. 